Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Today we are continuing in John chapter 7, and Jesus, in John 7, he's standing up in the, the middle of the Feast of Booths, and he's, he's teaching. And what we saw yesterday is the Jews, the religious leaders, they, they marvel at his teaching. They say, wow, how, how is he able to teach this way since he does not have, since he doesn't have a doctorate? He doesn't have the proper education, yet he is teaching in a way that we all marvel we marvel at him. Other places speak about how he teached as one with true or real authority. Well, yesterday we saw that that in this teaching, Jesus says, listen, I, I am, I'm speaking what God the Father speaks. And, and so there is an authentication. There is a testing. And for us today, we look at that testing and we say, does what someone preaches, does it match what God has revealed in his word? And if it does, well, then he is speaking for God. And if it doesn't, he is not speaking for God. Well, today and tomorrow, I want to look at two more marks that you can use when you hear someone teaching to say, are, are these really the words of God? Is this someone that I should be following? And these marks, the priority here is as we look at the text and see that Jesus is actually showing that, that he is speaking truth. All of these marks, they point at Jesus as the one who is speaking truth. But then when we learn that, we can then apply that today. When we hear, when we hear people preach, when we hear people on YouTube, when you hear me talk on this on this screen, uh, you can use these marks and test anyone who stands up to preach the word of God. Well, today I'm only going to going to look at one verse with you, and this is that second mark in verse 18. Here's what we find: It says Jesus is speaking. He says, "The one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but the one who seeks the glory of him who." Him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. Now, let's start with Jesus. Jesus here, he says that he, he's talking about himself. He says, listen, I am, I am not seeking my own glory. I am seeking the glory of the Father. And you should be able to realize that because I am not saying, hey, Look at me. Hey, draw your eyes to me. Make sure all your attention is on me. And listen, Jesus is worthy of all that attention, but he is seeking the glory of the Father. In fact, there's an argument to be made about even the way he is teaching at the Feast of Booths proves that. If you remember the beginning of, of John chapter 7, Jesus' brothers, they're like, hey, Jesus, it's time to go and show everybody that you're the real deal. Come on, you're supposed to be the hero of Israel. Let's go and show everyone that's the case. And Jesus says, you know what? My time is not fulfilled. It's not the right time. And so his brothers go, likely in a large caravan. And then Jesus, almost like a covert mission, he kind of sneaks in. He doesn't go with fanfare. He doesn't get an entourage. If he were to enter in at the beginning, there may very well have been what we end up seeing on Palm Sunday as Jesus enters in before his crucifixion. There might have been a crowd surrounding him and people crying out and preparing the way for him. It's not time for that yet. And so Jesus, he kind of sneaks in. And then he waits until the middle of the week. The week was not about him. He wasn't teaching every single day so that every day the crowds were coming to look at him. There was, a, there was a festival happening that was celebrating God's provision. Jesus isn't there to take the glory. And in the middle of the week, he stands up and he starts teaching. You know, even in that, in his approach, he's not saying, I'm getting the glory. And he deserves the glory. 
This is what we see about Jesus. Jesus is humbled before the Father. Jesus is, is aiming at the Father receiving the glory. And, and then we take that same idea. And honestly, we should take that same idea and we should apply it to preachers and teachers today. Are, are the preachers and teachers today, the ones that we follow, are they the ones that are very clearly, they are seeking attention and they're seeking their own glory? They're doing everything they can to make the message about them. In, in, their, in their stories, they're always the hero. They're, there's much about them and what they've accomplished and there's not much about Christ and what he has accomplished. Are they the center of the attention? Are they seeking their own glory? Now, hear me very well. There are pastors of giant churches that seek their own glory. And there are pastors of giant churches that seek God's glory. There are pastors of uh, tiny, tiny churches that seek, seek their own glory. And there are pastors of tiny, tiny churches that seek God's glory. It's not a church's size that determines that. It's not a church's attendance. It's not a church's wealth. But there is an attitude. There is a posture. There is a posture. Is it is the default humility? Or is the default, look at me. Is the default, let's glorify Christ and make sure all of our words aim to make much of Christ and, and of God? Or our words, let's let's talk about how great we are and on all the good we do and 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 make sure that everyone knows how how talented we are. There there is a line there that we should be paying attention to. Jesus demonstrated this. We should be paying attention to this when, when we listen to various teachers and preachers. But, but let's take this and let's, let's put it even deeper. What about just in our own lives? You know, many that listen to this, you, you probably are not a preacher. Maybe you are. But if you're just a, a, a Christian following Christ, seeking to, to, to obey the Lord and grow in grace and truth, let me ask you, how much of your life is designed around you receiving the glory you receiving the attention and how much of your life is aimed at giving glory to God? Are you always trying to get that extra word in so people know how special or how good or how accomplished you are? Have you perfected the humble brag? Or, or do your words, do they just constantly point back to Christ? Are you constantly giving thanks to God for for who he is and what he has done. See, Jesus' words here, verse 18, the one who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. We haven't gotten there yet, but later in John, Jesus is going to say, as the Father has sent me, so now I send you. If you're in Christ, you have been sent. You have been sent. And so here's the deal. Do you speak seeking the glory of the one who sent you? Or do you speak seeking your own glory? Now, this is our ancient way for our modern day.